Hi, I'm Mary, and I'm going to be your host on this journey of intermittent fasting. I've been fat, skinny, super fit, and super unfit, and I'm tired, and I'm hungry. I've recently discovered intermittent fasting, and I've heard about all the benefits, and I'm going to put it to the test in this podcast. So I hope you join me on my journey. Um, I'm fingers crossed. I'm hoping that I found something that is going to help me and maybe you. So stay tuned for my weekly updates and I will tell you all the benefits and all the negative of this journey. Hi, this is Mary from Freedom From Myself with Intermittent Fasting. I want to talk about um, OMAD today. It's if you've been researching intermittent fasting, you've heard it a million times, and there's so many different ways that um, people are saying that they're doing OMAD, which means one meal a day, O M A D. And I have heard other people say that they do OMAD, and then then they're saying that they're in a four hour eating window and so if they eat for four hours to me that's not one meal a day so to me OMAD means if you sit down at the table you're eating one meal a day and then you're done you're closing the window how long could that take 30 minutes and maybe an hour at the most Um, so I know a lot of people put themselves in that category I'm just not um, clear on the subject so for me I'm going to make this as simple as possible and I'm going to call OMAD uh, when you eat just one time a day. If anybody else is confused about this and they don't know where to get started because there's so much information out there, I'm going to suggest, my suggestion to you is is start at the bottom. Take, take baby steps. If you decide that this is your journey and you're interested in starting intermittent fasting, I'm really suggest that you just focus on your fasting time. That's the time that really your body is getting into clearing out your glycogen storage, getting to your fat burning. It's But it's building a habit and the habit is what we're looking for. Something that will happen every day. You won't have to think about doing it. So little baby steps, if, if, if you wake up and, and you're an early riser, like I have clients that say, you know, I wake up at six in the morning um, so that's a long day if you're not getting home till nine at night. I would say take your time and move that window back, you know, to nine. Start moving it back to nine. And if you can, start moving it back to 10 um, until you do get to maybe an 11 uh, o'clock open window. But definitely you want to start at your pace. I, it, it all, we're all different and all our bodies will react different. Um, you might be someone that will start losing weight with a 12-12 window. So that would be a 12-hour of fasting and a 12-hour of um, eating window. And if you're stepping on the scale or you're taking your measurements or your clothes are getting looser, I suggest you start there. And then when that stops working, you can shorten that window a little bit. So I know... and. As I've said before, I am an obsessive personality. So for me, my first, as soon as it started working for me, I thought I'm going to go to OMAD because if uh, my six hour window, if if I'm fasting for my 18 hours, then 
you know, fasting for 22 hours is going to be even better. It's going to be faster. My, my results were not any faster. They were exactly the same way. But the thing it did do was it added a bunch of stress onto me. I, the first few weeks of, um, of starting my, this lifestyle, I was enjoying it. But as soon as I told myself, oh, you're just going to eat one meal a day. Let's get this done. Let's jump in there. I started stressing and not enjoying myself anymore. So then it was like, how much can I eat in this one sitting? Is it going to be enough to hold me over to tomorrow? I just felt that the stress it put on me, I was not ready for it. So I had to back myself away and say, you're going back to your six hour eating window. We're going back to 18.6 and we're going to build ourselves up from there. And that way I could get all my stress out in that six hour window, which seems a lot easier, you know, knowing that I'm going to have enough in that six hour window that I won't be hungry. But I also gave myself you know, I have my option, my out option if I want at 16 hours, if I was feeling hungry, I would have ate. So I want you to do the same thing. So starting at the bottom and working back a little bit at a time, concentrating on that fasting window instead of that eating window, to me, I, I that's what has worked for me. Instead of jumping in, know that that was not going to speed up your your weight loss, jumping right into OMAD. If you find that after you get into a rhythm with this and you're listening to your body and your window is getting pushed back a little at a time, which is what has happened to me, now I realize that I can easily go 20 hours with not even thinking about it and having a four-hour window. And a lot of the times what happens is I will open my window with something small, have it might I might have dinner an hour and a half later with my husband and then I I just don't eat again so whether I I know I have a few extra hours but I leave it open just in case and and a lot of the times I look at my watch and I go oh my gosh seven o'clock already well if I was gonna eat it I would have already done it so having that freedom of knowing that that window is there or I can open at any time, has taken that stress off of me. So there are days that I do do OMAD. I'm just not even aware of it until after, you know, until that evening or the next day where I go, oh, I really only ate one time yesterday and I was fine with it. But if I would have mentally said I'm only eating one time, I would have been thinking about it that whole night and the next morning and it would have made um, too much stress for myself. And your stress hormone that your body makes is cortisol. And if you listen to any of the information out there, um, stress will make you hold on to weight. You're, when your body's into stress, you know, you're, you're made to survive. And it will um, hold on to that fat because of your stress. So I know there's, and if that's the case, then this is an endless thing for me because the stress, I'm a parent, have a husband, Dogs. I mean, job, I, there's stress constantly in my life, which I am, as I get older, I'm learning to handle a little better and a little better that, you know, not to stress over the things I cannot control and, and most of those things I cannot control. So I do, um, I do want to say the whole reason for this experiment and this journey is to take the stress out 
of the worrying about food every day to um, let your mind rest where you're not constantly thinking about this battle. This battle has been with me since I was a kid and I have always worried or been told not to eat that, not to eat this. It's always been, my whole life has been a bunch of nots. Don't do it. Don't eat that. If you did do it, why did you do that? And the overthinking, I don't want to overthink it anymore. And, and I, that's the beauty that I found. I have my issues like everyone else where I do on the weekends come around. I start to worry about what am I, am I going to have an early dinner or are we going to go out to dinner? So I find that I'm constantly, I call my husband and say, what's our plans today? Because I don't want to open my window early if I don't have to. And I really just want to go with the flow. I want it to just happen organically. And if my window stays open for six hours or seven hours or eight hours, that's fine. I, I will handle that as it comes. I, I want to be that person. So that's what I'm, that's where I'm trying to get. I know everybody has a full plate. Everybody has, you know, life comes up and finding this, making this lifestyle fit in our life even though I feel like it's the easiest thing I've ever done and it's working, which is blowing my mind, I will make it harder. Like my mind will twist this around and I, I, I don't want to do that. I want to get out of my head and stop making things harder than they, than they have to be. So I would suggest if you're just starting out and you're not sure, don't put yourself in any category and start with just pushing your breakfast back a few hours or saying, if you can, I'm going to try to get to lunch or, or, or 11, anything to push it back a little bit. You might be a night owl where you want it to open later because you know, you're going to stay up late at night and you want to have that option. If you know, if you work, if you work later and you get home later, then, then move your window there. If you're an early person, um, Open your window early and close it at four o'clock. If my sister will have her dinner by, you know, four thirty and be done for the night, and you know she can do that. She's not. She doesn't have the nighttime where she has to worry that she doesn't want to be hungry. So making it fit in your lifestyle, but there may not be a one size fits all. There's not. There's absolutely not a one size fit all for everyone. And when you look at the information and you hear people say, um, uh, 16, 8, or are you uh, 18, 6? You might be a 19, 5. You might be a 24. You might be OMAD. You might, you know, there's just so many different. We're, we're finding our own way. I want it to be if this was easy, what would it look like for you? So we're not limiting our food. Like we're letting ourselves within reason have what we want. So really we want to, what part do I want to um, make more challenging? Do I want to go to counting my calories again, which I never want to go back there? Or do I want to keep my fasting window open a little more and train myself to go find something to do instead of... um, thinking about it and worrying about it. The more information I find on the subject, I feel the harder it gets for me. I'm an information junkie and I love everything about 
the human body and how it works and how your body breaks down food and how it burns. So the more and more that I find that I am, I'm getting information, it's, it gets in my head and, um, and you know what I mean when you, you pick up a diet book and you read a diet and you go, oh, that makes so much sense. Then you read the next diet book and you go, oh, that makes so much sense. Meanwhile, they're totally opposite of the other. Then you get to the third, your neighbor who says, this is what I did and that makes sense too. So for me, I'm laying off some of the information right now. Uh, what I have is working slow and steady and I'm happy. I... I'm, you know, more things come up right now. What have I been obsessing over right now? Um, the MCT oil, which is a derivative of the coconut oil. I used to use it when I competed, though I had no idea. I, I, it was, it's a clean form of oil that is supposedly burns through your carbohydrates, blah, blah, blah. That's about all I knew. And all of a sudden, as I'm reading and researching and, and reading books, it keeps coming up again. So... I watched a video of two doctors who said that they had done tests while they were fasting, um, which blows, goes against what I know because I was told that you have to have a clean fast or, you know, it knocks you out of fasting. But, but they said they did their blood sugars and their ketone level when they just drank black coffee. And then they came back and did the next day and did um, put some MCT oil, a tablespoon of MCT oil in their, in their coffee, drank their coffee, did their blood before and 120 minutes later and their ketones were up and ketones is what's burning the fat, how you know that you're in a fat burning mode. And they tested their sugar and their sugar was down. So then they did a test the next day where they used um, cream in their coffee and then they tested it 120 minutes later, and that also elevated their ketones, which put them in more in ketosis, and their sugar level was down. And then they did the test with butter, I think, with the um, organic butter, and the highest, what put them, uh, um, they said that the actually the black coffee really didn't elevate their ketone levels, so it didn't make their them burn, you know, be in ketosis any um, more but the mc2 oil was the was the best but um so then i started i got the ketone strips and i started testing just to be i'm just curious and my, it says i'm just in trace ketosis um every time i've tested i think one time was elevated but then I started going, okay, well, I'm going to just really knock my car my carbohydrates down and see if I can get into ketosis. So what did that do? That just changed my whole plan because I said I wasn't going to do that. So my point is sometimes too much information is way too much. Write down how you want your lifestyle to look. Start that by monitoring yourself, whichever way you do, whether you use a pair of shorts. I told you I have my goal shorts or you get on the scale. Um, I'm trying to do a little of all three just so I can keep an accurate count to tell you 
Um, but you do it your way, but write down how it, how easy it's going to be. I'm going to stay more low carb. I, I want my fasting hour to be at least 16 hours, if not to 20 would be my goal. And I'm, I'm making this up. This is what I'm actually doing. And then this is going to be your, your journey. So you're going to write this down. Um, what my eating window, I want it to be this. I want to only have sweets you know, two days a week, if that, if that's what you're thinking or, or more carbs on those days, or I want my windows to be open longer on a Saturday and Sunday because I'm more social those days and write down how you want it to go. And then you try that for a good two weeks and you monitor yourself. And if you feel that that's working for you and you're happier, you feel like things are working, you stay there. If you feel like I need a little more time, even though I may not have dropped any weight, I didn't gain any weight, I'm gonna stay here for two more weeks because your body does need time to get into gear. You know, we've gone up and down and up and down, taking things away, put things in, exercise, not exercise so much. Give your body a chance to catch up. And if you're not moving up, then you're not in the negative. You're exactly where you wanna be for right now. Then, if you feel like, okay, I'm ready to make another change, you open that vesting window up a little bit more. Or you say, I'm going to take out one more day of sweets if you were having a, giving yourself a sweet every day. You'll find that little baby steps are going to get you where you want to be. And then when you step on that scale or you put on those clothes and they're getting looser, you stay there until that stops working for you. When you get... And and it's going to go like that. And my hope is that we find a spot where we're still happy, eating till we're satisfied, fasting where it fits into our life. We don't even think about it anymore. And we get to wherever we want to be and we can live our life without worrying about this anymore. That that's my goal, not to get down to oh well I've been now I have to ch- fast for 25, 24 hours and only eat for ten minutes. That's not the end result that we're looking for. So we want to start with the baby steps, and until that stops working for us, and we'll find something else. So that's how my journey's going, and I just want I'm hoping that your journey's going the same way. So if you're confused or if you think I'm, I just need to jump right in both feet and I'm going to go right into OMAD, one meal a day, go ahead and if that works for you, that's great. Go do that. If you're happy with that and that fits into your lifestyle, that's great. If it doesn't, please don't give up. Consistency. And when I say consistency, I'm talking about our fasting windows, not our eating windows. So making a sliding scale of as long as I get to this number, I'm happy. If I get to 16, I'm happy. If I get to 18, I'm even happier. If I get to 20, yay. But I can start at 12. So give yourself a chance to to not do it 100%. You don't have to, you know, you may not, you may get results by only giving it a 90%. Or an 80%. You don't have to jump in, you know, 110%. As long as it's making you happy and you are not feeling 
the last thing you want to do is feel like you're being punished. I don't want to be punished anymore. I punished myself for most of my life. I'm at a point where I want, I have days where, and not this time, but the rest of my life where I counted calories. And when, what happens one day you wake up and you go, I feel so bad. I feel so sorry for myself. Why am I being punished? Why is that person okay with the way they feel or look about themselves? Why do I do this to myself? And you just berate yourself until you you feel even worse. There's nobody, and you're mad, but you really, who are you mad at? You, you, there's no one to be mad at because you feel like you're out of control with it. This is our control. We've taken back control of our life, and we're going to start and move slowly towards our goal And this is how we're going to get there. And like I said before, if anyone has um, any other suggestions or they find something that works for them, I would love to hear about it. You can actually send me an email at freedomformyselfwithif at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you, hear your journey, hear your positives, hear your negatives. I want to figure this whole weight thing out and... I know that other people have found their happiness through intermittent fasting. And I think that I'm, I will too. I know I already feel happy. I, and, and on a note, I want to say I did wake up today and felt like I didn't jump on the scale because I don't want to go out of my routine. I do it tomorrow, but my workout shorts were falling off of me and I feel like I made a huge stride this week. And I did all that um, without a clean fast, but I'm going to talk about that on the next, on my next episode um, where I, we talk about your clean fast and your dirty fast, which I do do. I've done both. So I'm not saying one's better than the other, but have a great week. Hi, this is Mary from Freedom for Myself with Intermittent Fasting. If you have any questions or you want to give me some ideas, if you need to get in touch with me or want to get in touch with me in any way, you can always send me an email at freedomformyselfwithif@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you.